I love a great big God. He's not tired. He's not weary. He's not discouraged. He's not about to go bankrupt. He's not uh, all tore up over the election. He's not all depressed over the economy. He's not down because of all the sicknesses and the pain and the suffering. He's still God all by himself. He's God. He's God. He's God. And this this thing, I, I actually preached part two Sunday night about the years of silence. But I want to talk to you today. How, how, how do you deal with God? What do you do during church? What do you do in your everyday life when God's not doing what he used to do? We're going somewhere's pretty good today. Uh, we try to figure God out, and he's so big, he's beyond our understanding. He's beyond our comprehension. He lets us see little little bits and little little things sure and there, but uh, we're never going to know it all. Uh, to his kingdom, there is no end. I pray this will, will, will touch you today as it, it's helping me. I'm getting encouraged. Genesis 1 and 1, going to read a lot of Bible today. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was out form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And as the Spirit of God moved, the Holy Spirit, the Holy God, as it moved upon the face of the waters, God said, and God's Spirit's going this way, and His Word's going this way. And nothing's really happening with either one of them. You can have a shouting church, but if it's not built on the Word, ain't nothing going to happen. You can have a real strict Word church and just line up with that Word 100%, but if you don't have some Spirit, if you don't have the presence of the Holy Ghost, ain't nothing going to happen. But if you can, if you can have a church that, that loves the Word of God, and they give freedom course for the Holy Ghost to move, hell better back up, because when that Word meets that Spirit, jokes are broke, and addictions are destroyed, and powers have to back up. And God and, and God said, let there be light. And when that word met that spirit, light began to shine. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Now on the first day, you, you got to hear this. He didn't even make the sun and the moon. I've heard people preach that God made the sun. No, he just said, let there be light. And for three days, his word shone. Hallelujah. Then on the fourth day, he made a greater light to rule the day. And a lesser light to rule the night. He just God. If if he can if he can take and let his word shine, he can do anything. But then on the second day, Genesis one and six, and God said, "Let there be a ferment in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters." And God made the ferment divide the waters which were under the ferment from the waters which were above the ferment. And this was the seas and the clouds, and it was so. And God called the ferment at heaven in the evening, the morning were the second day. Now he's still God, but he's not creating light. He's, he's dividing things, but he's still God, but he's not doing, he's not doing today what he did yesterday, but he's still God. And God said, let the waters in the heaven be gathered together in one place, and the dry land appeared, and it was so. <coughs> and God called the dry land earth, and together and together the waters called his seas, and God saw that it was good. And God said, let the water, let the earth bring forth the grass, and the herb yielding seed, and the fruit trees yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. 
And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind. And the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. He's not doing what he did on the first day. He's not doing what he did on the second day. He's doing something. He's, he's growing trees and flowers and bushes. And God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth to rule over the day and over the night and divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good in the evening and the morning were the fourth day. He's being God, but he's not doing what he did on day one. He's not doing what he did on day two. He's not doing what he did on day three. If you're standing around looking for God to make trees on day four, it's not going to happen. He's making the sun and the moon and the stars. Hallelujah. It's just a different season. It's the same God, but a different season. And then, and, and, and Genesis 1 and 20. And God said, let the waters bring forth the moving creatures that hath life, the fowls that may fly above the earth and the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth which waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind and God saw that it was good. If you walk by a Koi River on day three they wouldn't be a trout in it. They wouldn't be a bass in it. They wouldn't be a crappie in it. They wouldn't be a hog sucker in it. They wouldn't be a duck flying over it. They wouldn't be a goose landing on it. They wouldn't be a dove cooing through the sky. They wouldn't be a hawk. They wouldn't be an eagle. But when you get there on day five, you see these things begin to happen because God is doing something on day five that He didn't do on day two. He didn't do on day three. He didn't do on day four. And then we could go over and on, on, on day... They, he made a man in his likeness in his image. He made the beast of the field and the cattle and the creeping things. If you would go with me back 110 years to 1906 to the Azusa Street Revival, we would just come and, and, and people, people try to say and they try to prove that the Holy Ghost was just out for, outpoured the very first time in, in, or 1907, but I'm finding back there was wagon trains going to Oregon, and and they 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 were people speaking in tongues, and I'm finding out they were towns in the 1840s and summers back in the 1790s where the Holy Ghost was falling, and but it never it never bloomed. It just was just little groups here and there. So God has never been without a voice. I said, God has never been without a voice. Some place, somewhere, somebody's seeking God. Some place, somewhere, somebody's standing on the Bible. Some place, somewhere, somebody's hunger for God. Some place, somewhere, somebody's saying they've got to be more. Hallelujah. When somebody in the room said out loud, they've got to be more. They've just got to be more. Hallelujah. So the Azusa Street was a historic Pentecostal revival that took place in Los Angeles, California. It, it's, it's the origin of the Pentecostal movement as we know it in the United States of America. It was led by William J. J. Seymour, an African-American preacher. It began with the meeting on April the 9th, 2006 and continued roughly until 1915. And they moved it over to Bonnie Oak Street. And they, 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 they had such a move of God that Brother Seymour and, and others worked with him later. They moved the 
pulpit out of the way and they put shoe boxes down. And instead of coming and stand behind a, a pulpit, he'd come and bury his head in one of those shoe boxes and he'd weep and pray to the Holy Ghost, fill the place. And he, it began to, word began to spread. And it wasn't, it wasn't the lost people, but the religious people was real mean to them. They said, they said it's witches. They said it's flesh. They said it's put on. They said it's pretend. They said it's demonic. They said it's not God for people to speak in tongues. It's not God for people to fall out in the floor. It's not God for people to be loud in church. And they would come. They would come to life and mock and sit in the windows. And the Holy Ghost would slay them and throw them in. Hallelujah. I went there to fight. But oh my, that night, God certainly got a hold of me. I wish I could have an amen in here right now. Hallelujah. I went there to put on. I went there to laugh. I went there to mock. But I had an encounter with God. I went there. I went there to point a finger. But I had an encounter with God. I went there to prove that it was wrong to find out that I was wrong. I went there to prove that it was put on to find out that I wanted what they had. Hallelujah. And I ended up having an encounter with God. And you think this is going to usher back the return of Jesus. Out, out of this came, out of this basically came the, 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 the UPC groups, the Assembly of God, the Church of God. It happened up here in Camp Creek about the same time. You, you go up Coker Creek up on the mountain and there's a little sign where they were speaking in tongues. And I think that was before this was about 1904. And the old brother Thompson, even in the late 1800s, they were having some prayer meetings and the Holy Ghost had failed. Well, I feel the Lord in here. But in 1915, they did the same thing that they did to Samuel. Instead of continuing on with the move of God, the, the, the people told Samuel, said, we want to be like others. We want a king. And in 1915, they said, we, we got to organize this thing. Well, I feel the Lord in here. And they begin to organize, and when they begin to organize, they found out, well, well, you baptize in the name of Jesus, and we baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus, and you baptize in the name of Jesus Christ, we just baptize in the name of Jesus, and we baptize this, and, and you believe in speaking in tongues, and we believe you can't speak it in tongues unless you interpret out loud. We don't, we don't believe in that tongues that edifies. We don't believe in that tongue that builds up your mouth. And they found a hundred differences, and they divided You might want to edit this out, but don't be so hard on the Pentecostal people. We just visited uh, Hershey, that area up there, and found out that the Mennonites have 500 divisions. The Mennonites. If they can't get along, don't be so hard on us. (laughs) And the Amish have so many divisions, they ain't counted them yet. You'd think if you didn't have a TV and a tractor, you could at least get along with folk. I'm preaching real good now. Hallelujah. 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 They, I'm done going to Melly, but they fight over, should your telephone be at the end of the road or in your garage? And, and they're having a division now, big in the, in the Amish group. About, can you use bean spray on your beans? I feel the Lord in this house. So, so they're having this great move of it. people are coming from all over the world to Zeus Street. Back, back when travel wasn't easy, they're coming from England, they're coming from Africa, they're coming from every state in the United States, 
and they're taking it back home to their group. It spreads to Kansas. It, 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 it spreads to, it spreads, it just, they take it around the world. But then in 1915, it just settles down. The 20s and 30s, you don't read about a great move of God. But after the lean spiritual years of World War II, a major national movement revisited the American church. It was a healing revivals led by those of Oral Roberts, William Branham, A.A. Allen, Jack Cole, Tommy Hicks, T.L. Irie, T.L. Osborne. And a move of God. They were literally, literally dead were raised. Literally. Literally tumors. I was in Chester, South Carolina. And the lady there testified that she was in a meeting where a woman was in the service. And doctors had just given her so long to live. She had a tumor in her body. They described it bigger than a basketball. And, and, and said, said it, was, it had attached itself and it was beyond operation. This was in the, in the 50s. They said that little man of God came out and he began to pray. And they said, Brother Wim, we, are, we were in the service. It's not hearsay. Said we watched that thing disappear out of her body and her dress just, just, just the lump, it just disappeared. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right before, right before Brother Allen went home, I was in one of his meetings. I was only 11 years old. Remember it just as, just as well. Just as, I mean, I'm 56 now. I was 45 years ago. I still remember, remember the jacket he was wearing, the pretty red jacket. But they, the, it was in Chattanooga in the big auditorium, and the little lady was sitting on the side. She looked to me just trying to think back, and I've tried, I'm sure he's got pictures of it. I've got about all of his old magazines. Not found no pictures of that meeting, but, but she looked maybe down to 80 pounds. And, and I watched her little kid. I just felt compassion. I watched her most of that service. She didn't move. She's on the stretcher. But after, after just a short, simple message of the healing power of God, that little old man of God went over and prayed a simple prayer. And that little old frail hand began to lift. And she got up and walked back and forth across that stage. And I knew that healing had come in that house. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Little, little, little old Oral Roberts back before he was building buildings and Brother Schambach said, I like the old Oral Roberts. But back before that, they was coming in his tents and gorders was falling off and they were taking off crutches. They were taking off, off braces from polio and lives were being touched and hearts were being changed and the glory and the power and the presence of God was falling. And that continued. Little old Jack Cole, little old Jack Cole, he had such healing meetings that he was was hated by the doctors because people were being healed in such masses in his revivals. They were they were such miracles being done in his meetings that, that there was such a move of God. And Jack Jack Cole was a big man and he all these other preachers was fasting and seeking God and he'd tell him he said, You fast and believe God, I'm gonna eat me a hamburger and believe God. Hallelujah. And miracles was happening everywhere. He would just just great, great miracles was happening. But along with about fifty seven, fifty eight, the Spirit of God began to ease back and and after a while there was no big large large tents with 25,000 people attending and 20,000 and 15,000 people attending but he was still God hallelujah he was still God 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 hallelujah so can can I just preach real plain today hallelujah so so here we are my motive for preaching this is we've got to come out from the under 
under condemnation today and quit beating ourselves up and say, well, if I was doing everything right, God would be doing this or doing that. Or if I was doing everything right, this would be happening or that would be happening. Hallelujah. And we got... Brother Wyckoff here, we got some, we, we got some precious, we got some precious, precious praying men and women here. But, but I, I, personally, I don't know anybody that's praying any more than my daddy right now, fasting anymore. This whole month, this whole month, daddy's eat one meal a day. He's up by four o'clock praying, reading his Bible. And I'm trying to fast some and I'm trying to pray some and I'm trying to read my Bible some extra and seek God extra. But I'm talking about a man that's got a dedication that, like they had back in the, back in the fifties and 60s and 70s and 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 i'm gonna preach real plain i won't make nobody mad my day i'm gonna preach real plain but doing all this doing all this my daddy's not having a move of god like jack cole had my daddy's doing everything that a.a allen had he's not having a move of god like a.a allen had he, he's seeking god like like few of those have ever sought god hallelujah he's doing everything according to the bible and yet god is holding back what he's doing right now say what you want to friend we're in a season right now and I think I've got some answers. Hallelujah. I, whip, I leaned over and whispered. I said, we're at that season right now where for years grandma's made cookies and everybody showed up. And all of a sudden you show up and she's not making cookies. And next week she's not making cookies. And somebody says, what's wrong, grandma? She says, I'm tired of you coming for the cookies. I want to see who loves me. Hallelujah. There's going to be no more cookies till I find out who loves me. Hallelujah. 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 People take, can I just preach? People take drugs because they think it feels good. They get drunk because they say it feels good. They go to race games because it feels good. They go to they go to fishing because it feels good. They go shopping because it feels good. We got some folk don't love Jesus. They go to church because it feels good. We got some preachers that don't love Jesus. They preach because it's an income and it feels good. We got some pastors. They don't love the Lord. They don't love the people. It's a good income and it feels good. And God says, I'm going to ease back a little bit. I'll raise something's moving in this room right now I'm not just going to do it at Miracle Deliverance Tabernacle I'm going to do it in Africa I'm going to do it in China I'm going to do it in Haiti I'm going to do it in India I'm going to do it in every state and every nation I'm going to ease back for a little while I'm not going to quit being God I'll still heal in the dark time I'll still save in the dark time I'll still deliver in the dark time but I'm trying to find out I'm trying to find out who loves me just because I'm God I'm trying to find out hallelujah 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 God God why did you let the Supreme Court when we were praying and we were fasting why did you let the Supreme Court pass laws that men could marry men in a nation where so many loves you because I've got to let wickedness be revealed because I've got to let sin be revealed the righteous are still going to be righteous the holy are still going to be holy. The pure is still going to be pure. The godly are still going to be godly. Hallelujah. But if you want to be wicked, I'm going to make it easy on you. If you want to live like hallelujah wicked, I'm going to make it easy on you. But if you want to live right, I'll fight for you. If you want to live right, I'll make a way for you. If you'll draw nigh to me, I'll draw nigh to you. If you seek me, you hallelujah. Hallelujah. What do we do when God crosses His arms? What do we do when God's not talking? What do we do when God's not speaking bothered me well I'm preaching too plain you may not even like me after today please call me before you change churches give me a chance to talk to you 
I'm going to preach today. It bothered me. It bothered me when Brother Sanchez comes here. We had such a move of God. The next month we have a move of God, but by the first week, by the fifth week, the only ones excited is some of our youth. Bothers me. Bothers me. What are we doing wrong? Why, why, why can't we keep the fire going? And I realize I can't compare this to Jack Cole. I can't compare this to A.A. Allen's day. I, I can't compare this. And I'm not, I'm not trying to make ourselves look good. I'm not trying to pity us or pat us on the back. But I think we're exactly where God wants us. I think we're going to have to fight for every service for a while. I think we're going to have to fight every day for a while. I think we're going to have to fight every week for a while. I think we're going to have to realize yesterday was a good service, but I'm fighting the devil today. Hallelujah. Last week was a good service, but I'm fighting the devil today. Brother Sanchez came and brought him, but I'm fighting the devil today. And if I'll break through and worship him, he'll move. If I'll break through, hallelujah, I'm not going to be mean, but I'm going to preach. Hallelujah. You only love God for the cookies if you only worship when it's easy. You only love God for the cookies if you'll get out here in the front and lift up your hands when God's already moving. But we need somebody that'll walk out in his aisle. There ain't no cookies today. There ain't no presents in here today. There ain't no chill bumps in here today. I wanted to stay home. I didn't even want to come. It'd been easier to stay in bed than he would begin to get ready. But I'm not here for the cookies. I'm not here for the chill bumps. I'm here to say I love you to a man who died for me when I wasn't worth loving I've come to say thank you for a man that I don't deserve I've come to say thank you I'm little old Esther I'm little old Esther I should be in the king's house I'm little old Esther I don't have a right to preach I'm little old Esther you should have picked somebody better than me but you picked me you chose me you loved me while I was a sinner you loved me when I was unlovable you loved me when I was in a mess you loved me you loved me and I've come back to tell you I love you if you give me a cookie I'll enjoy it if you let me shout I'll enjoy it if you let chill bumps fall you better believe I'll enjoy it but I've come to worship you because you're God oh somebody give him a praise in here Michael, you run in there and see if there's a basket. I feel preaching in this house today. Stay right there. Stay, stand over there. Help me preach just a minute. You, you, you be God just a minute. We're the garden. This one's John and Hannah. This one's Charles and Betty. Little old plants were garden. This one's you, Anita. Janice, Pam, this is you. This is the rest of us. The gardener. The gardener. He picked us up out of the Murray clay and he planted us. Hallelujah. I said he picked us up out of the Murray clay and he planted us. And now old things have passed away and all things have become new. I said old things have passed away and all things have become new. 
I'm, this is the end of my sermon. I'm going to preach a while, but I got to get. I just, I got to follow my, my heart. I, I ain't going to quit praying. But. So, so this is each one of us. This is this is not in A. Allen's day, Zeus's street day. This is not in the day of. This is today. This is each one of us. As you begin to worship the Lord, fruit begins to grow. As you begin to pray, fruit begins to grow. As you begin to build your prayer life, fruit begins to grow. As, as you begin to read your Bible, fruit begins to grow. As you begin to forgive people, fruit begins to grow. As you begin to love people that hurt, fruit begins to grow. As you begin to tell your flesh, you're not going to take me to hell. Hallelujah, you'll serve, you'll serve, you'll serve the Holy Ghost. You'll follow the Bible, fruit begins to grow. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And every once in a while, hallelujah, hallelujah. He, he, the, the, the owner, he planted a vineyard and he lent it out. Hallelujah. He planted miracle deliverance tabernacle and he lent it out to pastor. Anthony and every little sheep and every once in a while every once in a while can I preach a little bit we got churches all over America he sent a word and they killed it he sent an anointing and they killed it hallelujah hallelujah somebody stood up and said we ought to we ought to we ought to bring prayer back in the church across America and they've killed them they've you're old fashioned you're no good hallelujah another stood up in another church and said we need the Holy Ghost back moving and they killed the messenger they said that's old fashioned we don't do that no more Hallelujah. But we don't want to kill the messenger. We want to hear what the Lord's saying. We want to hear what the Lord's saying. We want hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And every time somebody would come to see what's going on, they'd, they'd, they'd run the messenger off or they'd beat, beat the word up. And they, they wouldn't get a word from the Lord. Hallelujah. But every once in a while the master's going to come. come son, come and walk through your garden. Walk real slow thinking. Thinking I'm the one that bought that plant. I'm the one that fertilized it. I'm the one that cut took care of it and I'm coming hallelujah I know it's not been raining like it was at Azusa Street but they can buy in dry times you can have hallelujah I'm speaking to somebody now anybody can have fruit when it's a rainy season we can have fruit in dry times we can have fruit in rough times we can have fruit when others are drying up we can have fruit when others are dying we can have fruit we can have fruit we can have fruit I'm, I'm just going to preach. So here we are. Lisa, you and Brother Jason break out just, just, just about two lines of amazing grace. That, now, now, now that's, that's five weeks down the road. We've all come here July the 4th. I hope Anthony Wynn don't preach. I, I got to get the boat out. Man, I hope he's got a short sermon. I, I hope. Man, I got one bag of ice, and if it melts, I'm going to have to go back to town. What was they singing? Did you, you like that song, Oscar Myers? We're here. We're here. Elijah said the best thought I've heard lately. He said, Judas was kissing Jesus, but his heart was somewhere else. And Peter was sitting back there like that. I've messed up, but I warned him. I've messed up, but I warned him. I blew it, but I warned him. I've hurt him again, but I warned him. I don't want to lose him. Jesus, don't look at what we look at. 
Man, I feel him in this room. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But three weeks, five weeks down the road, Lisa starts singing Amazing Grace. Can I just preach? And the service is dead. And Lisa looks at you and you all look like you're dead. And Lisa's thinking, is this Ziegler or the tabernacle? Where are we? Can I preach, Lisa? And only two gets up to worship the Lord. And all of a sudden, he walks in. I'm preaching good. Now, now you got to realize, you got to realize just because God is being silent, we can't stop doing what we're supposed to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when he walks in, he says, this one's got fruit. Hallelujah. I'm going to save their children. I'm going to turn this doctor's report. I'm not mad at you. You're just not ready. I'm, just, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to walk. Hallelujah. I don't know. You can sit down, son. I don't know which one of these services is going to show up, but I don't want him to pass me by. I don't know which one of these meetings he's going to walk in, but I don't want him to pass me by. I don't know which one of these services healing's going to show up, but I don't want him to pass me by. Hallelujah. My prayer closet may not be like AAL. My prayer closet may not be like Jack Cole or John Wynn, but I don't want Jesus to come to my prayer closet. It may not be there. It may not be lightning every time, but I'm going to keep praying. It may not be thundering every time, but I'm going to keep praying because the Bible said pray. The Bible said pray. The Bible said seek Him. So when you go praying, it don't lighten. Don't beat yourself up. Just say, God, I'll be back again. Am I helping anybody in the house today? Hallelujah, we're in a silent time right now. And it's nothing we're doing wrong. It's nothing we're doing wrong. I feel a cold wave. I'll go a little little further. I feel somebody challenging me a little bit. I'll go a little further. You can get on the internet. You, You can walk into any church. In America right now. If I can find some church from here to Africa. That's having a move of God like Jack Cole. John Mark will be preaching this morning. I'd be paying for a ticket. Three tickets taking my sister there. I'm preaching good right now. I'm preaching real good. Quit condemning yourself. Quit beating yourself up. I realize God's doing what He's doing right now. Hallelujah. And the devil's trying to make me slack because God's not doing what I think He ought to. The devil's trying to make me pull back my praise because I don't think, I don't understand what God's doing right now. But I'm not, I'm not able to control God. God's the boss. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. Something big's moving in this room right now. What do we do, Brother Anthony? We worship more than we've ever worshiped. We live cleaner than we've ever lived clean. We pray more than we've ever prayed. We give more than we've ever given. We pray, we read more, we worship more, we stay in church because God's not dead. God's not resigned. God's not thrown in the towel. God, we just go into a season. Hallelujah. But there'll be a night and there'll be a new day. There'll be another season. There's going to be a move of God. 
There's going to be a move of God. I'm telling you in my generation, there's going to be a move of God. I said there's going to be a move of God. There's going to be a move of God. There's going to be a move of God. There's going. To, there's a lot of distractions. God's so kind. John trying to figure out what's crawling down my arm. It's that, it's that piece of plastic off that new watch band you got me. <laughs> Boy, this will preach. There's a lot of distractions right now. But I just got to go ahead and keep preaching. <laughs> There's a lot of distractions right now. I just got to go ahead and keep preaching. There's a lot of distractions right now. I just got to go ahead and keep living right. There's a lot of distractions right now. I got to go ahead and read my Bible. There's a lot of distractions right now. I don't know what I'm talking to. The enemy's trying to distract you right now. And he can't distract you when God's in the house. But he'll distract you when God's silent. He'll distract you when God eases back. He'll distract you when God's not doing what you think you ought to do. But he's still God. He's been a little silent right now. But he's still God. It's not lightning and thunder right now, but he's still God. I don't feel chill bumps 24 hours a day, but he's still God. 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 It's real life. The same row right here. The same row right here. We buried family and a baby born. Almost the same day. Life goes on. Life goes on. Would you get a hold of somebody's hand? Would, would you reach over and go, could we pray for each other while this anointed's in here? People don't quit when it's lightning and thunder. People don't quit when the glory's filling the house. I don't, I'm getting so many answers right now. In the last days, there'll be perilous times. How, why the perilous time come? Because God eases back a little bit. Perilous times don't come when miracles and signs and wonders are happening multitude. Perilous times don't come. Hallelujah. There'll be a great falling away. People don't fall away way when the altars are full and the glory of God's falling. Don't you see how this Bible lines up? People don't fall away when the anointing fills the house. People, there'll be a great falling away. That's the Bible. Oh, eyes are great because God says I'm easing back and I just want to find that people love me when there's no cookies. I want to find that people that love me. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. What do we do during silent times? We're going to worship God, friends. We're going to worship God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you a key. I, I wasn't even going to go here. I'm going to give you a key. I'm going to give you a key. So God says, I'm doing this all over the world. I'm going to sit back and just, just a little bit. But God not only has two or three verses, God has to honor His Word from Genesis to Revelation. BJ, run up here. You and Christy, step right here and help me. Lift your hands and begin to worship the Lord. Daughter, lift your hands and begin to worship the Lord. And I feel like I'm prophesying to you, little angel. I feel like I'm prophesying to you. But God says, I'm just going to kind of let it be a fair service today at Miracle Deliverance Tabernacle. What's going on? Look at them too. Look at them too. And God's Word begins to grow in His Spirit and have its a praise of Israel. I got to go. Little Murray, little Murray. Jesus, Jesus, 
the Jesus, Jesus, hallelujah, even though it wasn't in my plan, because you kept asking, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Christy, I, I got a word for you. I got a prophecy for you and about two others in this room. And I don't know all the details about your health. I know there's some stuff that, that medicine says always going to be there and it'll never reverse. But I have a word for you. You keep worshiping the Lord. And you keep drawing out of the Lord. And the Lord's going to walk into your worship. Hallelujah. He's going to look at your heart and He says, How I love that little heart. But look at what's going on in her health. Anybody hear what I said? Joanne, you hear this? Hear this? One of these days the Lord's going to walk up beside Christy. He said, Hallelujah. Get a hold of her hand, Hannah. He says, Man, I love the way she worships me. But look there. That thing going on in her health, that's not like me. I'm a healing God. I'm a holy God. I, this time for I leave, I think I'm just going to fix it. This time before I leave, hallelujah, I'm telling you, there's a place in worship where He walks into your life and He just fixes things. There's a place in worship where He walks into your life and before He leaves, hallelujah, He erases problems. He dissolves sicknesses. He heals organs. He restores and He mends and He heals because He's God. Oh, somebody give Jesus a hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.